Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Man. Hey, 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 well, Mike, I just said I can't. I couldn't. We don't. Uh, we don't know the word "can't" on Evil Man. Oh. We only know the word "can." Can you do one? Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> <laughs> on Evil Men, we are can openers, not can't closers. Absolutely, I like that. You know what, James? I think that at the next live show we do. Um, you should take a moment to beatbox in front of the crowd and prove to them that you've overcome this handicap. I guess. I mean, maybe Chris could train me, you know, put it on YouTube. Boo, butchie. Boo, boo, butchie. <laughs> not only you should... Know, it, it was funny, though, because in my mind, in, in a you know momentary split-second decision, I did think, well, I could just do it. Like, Chris is making that noise. I could beatbox. I know I just could do it without ever trying before. Chris is making that noise. Yeah. And then I tried it <laughs> instantly. Hey, Chris hey. is making racket with his mouth. Yeah. I it's am hard. really good at beatboxing, but I am genuinely embarrassed about it. Why? And by it. I mean, don't you find... Because <laughs> it's cheesy. D- girls must have liked it when you were out there swinging oh, single. Well, that's different. Speaking of but don't, girls... don't women like it now also, now that you're a little older and <laughs> you can beatbox still? <laughs> have you ever beatboxed in bed? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it works <laughs> the only thing is is once it starts working you gotta stay on beat baby <laughs> and it's hard you get distracted you know mm-hmm. are you guys all plugged in there's one loose guy there we got oh. a loose cable on okay. the on the loose it looks like uh clark griswold's christmas lights bundled up there on the mm-hmm. floor oh mm-hmm. yeah national lampoon <laughs> Funniest mag. The shitter was full. Uh, that, Randy that guy's a hillbilly, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Everybody's m- got a relative like Randy Quaid in Christmas Vacation. True, true. Yeah. Hey, Mike, welcome back, you son of a gun. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chris and James. Yeah, back from England and Miami. The two pillars of Western civilization. London and Miami. Now, you had never been to Miami before. Did you feel like you're a Miami guy? James, I stepped off the plane, and here's what I felt in my heart. I felt, ah, oh, I'm home. Really? Yeah, I, I, have a, I didn't realize I'm a Miami beach guy. Miami calling. <laughs> Instead of London calling. <laughs> I love the beach. I love uh, beach babes. I love hunks on the beach. I love uh, drinking a cool fruity drink. I love beach volleyball. I love smoking in a bar, carrying a gun. Now, um, <laughs> not believing in COVID. Now, you, <laughs> you did send us a photo of you on the beach, and you were wearing a button-up shirt with a t-shirt underneath on the beach but yes and i thought mike this is outrageous and you were cleaning the beach with a mop it was cool it was cold by miami terms Uh, uh, when i was there was like 12 to 15 degrees but uh yeah i was thinking boy better than toronto i guess james and chris are gonna go what the hell is he doing (laughs) just like that in miami yeah Yeah. that's that's are we the only ones that saw the pic i think he just texted it to us yeah (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Right, um, but yeah, Miami, 
Um, if you've never been, go visit. I can see myself living there uh, <laughs> in the future. Yeah, really. Went to the art district uh, that has murals um, mm-hmm. that you have to have murals on the walls, and you have to pay to go see some very not good art. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's what Miami's all about. <laughs> Did you see Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine? I saw the Miami Sound Machine, <laughs> and I saw Gloria Estefan separately, and she was wandering around going, has anyone seen the machine? Because they had, they had um, got split up somehow. Is that yeah. the machine that everyone wants us to rage against? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out we all thought it was corporate America. It was actually the Miami Sound Machine. Was the, uh... Don't shake your body, you do the conga! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, Miami. Yeah. You'd come on, everybody, baby, do the conga. Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> Is Jack the Rocker yelling at the sound machine? I just yeah. wanted to check. Uh... Yeah, I think Gloria Stefan is still alive. Yep. Okay, yes. just checking. She's yeah, uh, yeah. sixty-five right now. Gloria, if you're listening, thanks Retirement for the retirement age. Yes, Gloria. I hope she's been saving up. Yes, always save for a rainy day. <laughs> Gloria. Um. Come on, everybody, do the conga, please. I thought that that song made me really hyper when I was a little child. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I went nuts. <laughs> Did they have another big song? Uh, do the conga and... Has anyone seen my congas? <laughs> yeah, do you want to see one. my congas? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> have you been to Miami, either of you? You guys have a Miami vibe. I went Thank for a you. day. Did you go on that huge... Bridge that connects like mainland Miami to Miami Beach. It's, yeah, it's a oh. long bridge. Yeah, I, I've been to the Florida Keys, which are pretty cool. Mm. You know, it kind of feels like you're in a Carl Hyacin novel. Um, I've been well, to the Keys. They're kind of cool, but it's like a mix of. It feels like a mix of old hippies and the military people. Oh, maybe okay. I don't know, but it was cool. I liked it. I liked it, but I've never really been to Miami except the airport. Right. I actually went to, we spent a day in Miami because we were driving back from Key West. Oh, right. And we were going back to Naples. So it was like a mega drive. Oh, yeah. Day, but we got a lot in. Beautiful visuals. I think we should move this podcast to Miami. Well, I was thinking because, I mean, I don't even know if it's going to happen now, but we talked about trying to uh, use our our uh, show funds to yes. go somewhere hot this winter. And I was like, we could just go to Miami or somewhere that's easy to get a cheap flight. And Like uh, the Golden Girls, except <laughs> yeah. the Golden Boys. The Golden Boys. Thank you for being a podcaster. Whose <laughs> mom or dad is going to live with us? <laughs> if you have an elderly Sicilian relative that you'd like <laughs> to accompany us on our trip to and, Miami. And she's a bit horny. Yes. Yeah, and it's actually younger than the rest of us. Uh, who do you think we are out of the Golden Girls? Oh, that's a great. Now, this is a dangerous question. road to go down. <laughs> okay, wait. We've got to summarize. So there's there's B. Arthur. Who's I kind think of... that you guys are going to say I'm the horny one, but our listeners might not know. But it's it's close between the three of us <laughs> for well, horniness. Wait a so there's so there's what's her name? Not Rose. Dor- Dorothy is B. Arthur. So so yeah, and yeah. B. Arthur is like sorry. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of kind of, of the. Um, would you disciplinary. say she, the disciplinary? She's uptight. She, um, is but she's not too blunt. uptight. Okay, she's blunt. Okay, she's got a good dry wit. Mm-hmm. And then there's Betty White, and she's like kind she's of a sweetie. Away. Oh, yeah. she's also dumb. I might be Betty White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that's there's not the Rose. Other she's lady Rose. who's kind oh, of Blanche. 
So we've got Dorothy Rose and Blanche. And Rose is Polish. And Blanche is basically a, clearly a shout out to Blanche Dubois because yes. that's how she acts. She acts right. like a Southern Belle. Yeah. And she's got the vapors. And then you've got, okay, I've got it. But then you've got, of course, the mother of Dorothy. But I, yeah, but there's only three of us. I don't think no, we're the mother. But what's her name, the character? Sophia. Yeah, okay. Sophia. Sophia Loren. I think, I, I think I'm B. Arthur. <laughs> I think. Chris, you're not going to like this. I think Mike's Betty White, and I think you're the horny woman. Use her name, I, Blanche. Blanche. Ah, uh, you think Mike is kind of like flakier than me? Because Rose was kind of flaky. She's, and she was Polish. I have not a drop of Polish blood. But in your my body. background is closest to Polish. So wait, you That's think. True. <laughs> Chris, you think you're Betty White and Mike is Blanche? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I do have a. No, story. I don't think Mike is Blanche. Then what, what I think Mike is Dorothy. <laughs> but James already claimed Dorothy. I know. Two Dorothys. But this okay. is my opinion. Two Dorothys in a bland. This is absolutely chaotic. <laughs> okay, so I've made, I've made my three. The vibes are off. There's also Stanley, <laughs> Stanley Spornak, Dorothy's ex. Oh, my God. And one okay. of us is going to have sex with him. Yeah. Chris, so do, do your three now. So, I, so Mike's B. Arthur. So in mine, Mike is Dorothy. You're bland. But she's tall. And I'm not. Exa- I'm the possibly the shortest but member. Of the I'm thinking of Dorothy's podcast. dry wit, okay. dry sarcastic yes, wit, more okay. than anything. Okay, and those beaded necklaces she would wear, like me. Yes, know. yeah, or pearl necklaces. So I well, you have beads of sweat on yeah. the beach because That's you wear true. two shirts. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm Blanche and you're Betty White. Because James, you are yeah. secretly horny. I mean, I, I'm not trying to. I'm keep not trying my... to give away too much to the listeners, but. <laughs> Wait, wait. This makes me sound like a total pervert. You also dress I, like Blanche. I, I have a sex drive like any other, well, mm. most other people. No, I, mean, I don't think God is I'm not, open yeah. about it more on this podcast, yeah, yeah. but I just want the listeners to know the three of us could all very well be Blanche. <laughs> well, when it comes to. Uh, okay. Three Blanches now. We went from two Dorothys and a Blanche to three Blanches. So, Mike, what's, three Blanches is a full house. What's your. Uh, Assignment of the Golden Girls. <sighs> Let me see here. I would say now here, I'm going to throw you guys for a loop. I'd say Chris, you could be Rose Betty White. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that who I said I would be? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. But he said I would be Blanche. Mm-hmm. James said I would be Blanche. Well, you wouldn't be. Okay, so I'm Rose. Two you roses are not, and a Blanche. You are not Dorothy, and you are not. I love not being Dorothy. You're not Dorothy, and you're not Sophia. Three. Yeah. Um. Sophia was a really mean person. Mm. And, uh, well, cutting. She made me laugh. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been on the receiving end of, <laughs> of her insults, you wouldn't be laughing. Um, yeah, Dorothy was always like... And I haven't watched it a lot. Chris, I'd say you're Stan Zbornak. Sorry oh, to cut you okay. off. No, no, that's okay. James, you're Dorothy. Was Stan the I'm dude Blanche. who was in Empty Nest later on? No, that was Richard Mulligan, for fuck's oh. sake. He died the same day as Pierre Trudeau and didn't wow. get any of the coverage. Oh, damn. I can't. Believe that <laughs> nugget that just dropped. <laughs> you know when someone Mike famous was dies? People oh. magazine the same day Pierre Trudeau died or something. <laughs> Richard Mulligan. Or Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did so, you know? That's so funny. How about this? Yeah. You're Stanley Spornak, Chris. I'm Richard Mulligan from Empty Nest. And James, you are half Dorothy, half Blanche. Okay. 
I'll take it. And James could be Mork. Didn't Mork show up on no. Golden Girls? <laughs> Charlie. Charlie was the sleazy next door neighbor on oh, Empty I Nest. I remember that James guy. or Charlie from Empty Nest. He was a bit of a of like Quagmire from oh, the God. Family Guy. Yeah, he's right? like, hey, how old are your yeah. daughters now? And then I'm... I'm <laughs> that guy was, yeah, really slimy, hey, that dude? What was his name? Yeah, he's Charlie. got that face. David French? No, David Saint. Wow, I had no idea you had this kind of recall for... You know, the Golden Girls universe. Sounds like uh, 80s, late 80s television and early 90s television saved Mike's life. Yeah. So let me... So Charlie Dietz was played by David Leisure. So I'm going to... What cool. an apt name. I'm going to redo like my version yeah, of us seems like Girls. a leisure suit Larry kind of guy. Yes. Here's my final version. Right. Chris, you're Stan's born act, Dorothy's ex-husband. That's fine. I'm Urkel, and you are uh, Charlie from Empty Nest. James and Aaron right. Eves is not here, uh, but he's a guest sometimes. He's Alf. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Willie. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being an Alf. <laughs> Aaron Eves is Willie impression though. We <clears throat> got to get him to do it on this thing one sometime. Yeah, we, maybe that we can get him to record it as a sound. Bite. Alf. <sighs> yeah. Someone else. Some one of you guys can Alf. do a good one too. I used to be able to do a good um, Max Wright who played Willie on it. Yeah. <laughs> Alf. No, no. Alf. You're driving me crazy. No, that's not very good. It's still uh, not very good. Yeah. So, okay, um, we're all a bunch of people from TV. Who would land. we be on ALF? No, that's Ooh, for next I, And I never watched yeah. that show, so I couldn't even take part. Wow. I've seen like and you're a sci-fi uh, maybe an guy. episode. Yeah, I know. It's really hard sci-fi, but I, uh, I, I never dug into it. I'm sorry to say. My dad's favorite show. Alf. Really? Yeah, okay, now, it. who would we all be from Game of Thrones? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm out. I don't know any of the names. You're a dragon. Dinklage? <laughs> You're Dinklage. Yeah, Mike could be Dinklage or possibly... What's his character like? He's very smart. He's, actually, he's funny. He's smart and he's he parties. The star. He's really the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He no, does well. No, he does well. Mike could be Samuel Tarly. I hate that I forgot his name. Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion yeah. does really well. You're Tyrion Lannister. But remember okay. that guy, Samuel Tarly, who was like really into books and everything? And he was like a monk kind of guy? Why would that Yeah. Well, it just, it could see it being Mike. And all the books were about like, yeah, 1950 <laughs> to 1910. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wars and communism. Yeah. 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 I read music biographies and music biographies. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Hmm, that takes it. That be, that goes more in Tyrion land. I yeah, think. that's like, true. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Huh. I didn't just go to Miami though. I also went to the UK uh, yeah. for the other part of my world tour. And you were saying there that the energy crisis is so bad. You went into a pub in London and they had the damn heating off, and everyone's wearing coats because it's so expensive with the heating over there right now. Absolutely no heating. And then in a uh, comedy show as well, in a big school hall, no heating. And it was like zero degrees Celsius. Crazy. Fucking hell. Probably heard a few of those in I there. I heard many of them. I heard the C word as well. Oh, they... Bloody hell. Cold. Uh, they are so <laughs> liberal with the other C word over there. I think in England, using the other C word mm-hmm. is like saying uh, heck. Yes. yes. Yeah. Or darn. Or... The way in Canada we say that the word that you <laughs> you coined the phrase uh, you censored yourself when you said the word uh, on the Dave Shumka episode about Gene Simmons you said the word retarded yes they would ne- <laughs> they would never say that in the UK they that would say the too R harsh word. for them yeah, they would say the R word yeah yeah interesting interesting okay <laughs> it's still not yeah. that good here it's like people try to censor that word what about this sure. one over there if you say Fanny. 
That's like bad as hell. You're in trouble. Fanny, Fanny's bad over there. It's a big one. Fanny is a big hairy vagina. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, but here we wear fanny packs. Yeah. They don't big get hairy that at vagina all. packs. If vagina. <laughs> Did you go to a pub? And this is just my own ye old big fanny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you walk in, and mm-hmm. it's you're a womb. Mm-hmm. No, but. Did you go to a pub? Because they have pubs there that are like from the Middle Ages sometimes, don't they? They have some from like the 1600s, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you go to any like ancient pub? Not this time, but we went to a, a sushi restaurant. Cool. <laughs> An ancient sushi restaurant. <laughs> hey, um, you've gone to the UNK. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, back and forth so often lately. Does the Atlantic Ocean say hi to you now? It's like, oh, it's, look at it's the old, uh, the old fucker is back. Does uh, King Neptune arise from the ocean and go, hi, Mike? I go, yeah. What's it to you? <laughs> and I throw him a little piece of chicken. Mind your business. Mind your business, King Neptune. Very nice. But yeah, but you uh, had a good time, even though it was time, cold all the time. Did some business. I uh, saw a former guest of the show, Suze Kempner. Uh, right and uh an old friend as well who i hadn't seen for many years wow. who's that uh a friend from when i lived there like years ago her name is julie and uh, we all went to a turkish restaurant Amazing. dude you're visiting <laughs> your uh, a romantic friend and seeing another friend who's a girl that's totally a blanche move oh i guess i am more of a blanche than a charlie or a dr <laughs> richard mulligan yeah. Uh, well, that's nice. Glad you had a good time. Now, should we talk about... Now, Mike didn't want me to bring this up. You um, went on a vacation, too. I didn't do shit. Sorry. You went to Mexico? Yeah, I did. In, Jesus in December. Jesus Christ. I need to go somewhere. Well, get that butt into the Caribbean and get get it tanned. <laughs> get your butt Who are into you, the Caribbean. Sunwing? Yeah. <laughs> Selloffvacations.com. Uh, uh. Can I say one thing before we move on to the elephant in the room, which I hope we don't have to get to. Yeah. I watched a man across from me in the on the plane. Um, I didn't have headphones. I never watched movies on the flights, but I watched most of What do you do? Sit and stare? I stare. Uh, no, I, re- I read a book and then I was annoyed that everyone kept reclining their seat fully in front of me. Uh, but I watched most of the movie Maverick silently just through the guy across from me on his screen. That's actually usually how I watch movies on the plane, too. <laughs> I watch it because I try to do other stuff, too. And then I watch yeah other yeah. people's screens. And then a grown man also watched the Winnie the Pooh film. <laughs> I remember uh, being a teenager on a flight and looking ahead and diagonal like from me. And a guy was watching private parts, and they show the nudity. And yeah, they just show like it's so weird that they play these movies on the back of our chairs, and then they they just show yeah nudity, vi- sex, violence, whatever. Now it's like ah eh, fuck it. And I like that the man was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, I kind it. of respect that. Yeah, I'm scared of to death of flying. Uh, Winnie the, the Pooh's gonna that- comfort me. So before. Uh, we started recording. We had uh, Thai food. And a couple incidents happened. One thing that happened was, Mike, you tried to open your beer, and it blew the hell up. It and blew you, the hell up. <laughs> yeah, it you feel like a bit ripped off by the restaurant? It looked like a 12-year-old boy having his first experience. <laughs> yeah. I don't say that Why lightly. Why does he have to be 12? Because uh, it was with Michael Jackson. <laughs> but no, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else listening. Oh, because that's when you have your first experience, around yeah. that age. Okay. The, I opened the beer, and then yeah. it just started 
just it was like um, seeing uh, Old Faithful blowing off, just beer shooting up straight into the sky. Yeah, you lost about twenty percent of that beer. Absolutely. So, do you feel ripped off? I do. I did feel bad for you, but it was funny because you went, "What the hell?" <laughs> no, he was like, "Oh no, help! Somebody help!" I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to my beer bottle? I called up my priest, who's in my contacts, and said, "Father, get over here! Something terrible has happened." Uh, um, but yes. he was mad that you were drinking beer in the first place. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. I was mad because I lost some of the drink, and then I had to clean up the mess. And it, it was quite surprising because it wasn't shook up. Nothing like I don't just blew yeah. everywhere. It wasn't like a yeah. freaking shook up Mountain Dew can. Yeah, I it was understand. like a twelve-year-old boy having his first experience again, as again, I said, I, you know? I hear you on the <laughs> hmm. uh, ejaculate yeah it's just the age thing but you know fair enough yeah. um there was another there was another incident too <laughs> mike did not want me to bring this up so james, this could be really bad james you're taking but pleasure <laughs> in, hum- in humiliating me there was one piece of chicken satay left i didn't want yeah. it I, I was James right out, got right out in front of that you took one bite of dinner and you're like oh i think i'm full yeah i'm saving then, it for later then, all right all right and Mike's, you're trying to turn the tables on me, but not going to work. <laughs> anyway, Chris, Chris and Mike go, okay, why don't we just cut it in half and you two will split this piece of chicken. Mike takes a knife. I don't know what he's doing. He's taking like a minute, kind of shreds half of the chicken into little sort of st- like shreds the sides off it a bit. No, it was cut uh, into two slices mm-hmm. and one little edge of one of the slices came off. Okay, well... Anyway, Mike gave himself the nice-looking piece of chicken and gave Chris the cut-up, uh, which was more. It was more chicken. It was more chicken. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know, Chris. How do you feel? Yeah, he didn't say which one do you want. Yeah, he no. took the clean, pristine one yeah. and left me the one that looked like a raccoon clotted out of a, an old garbage bag. You know what? Fair enough. I hear you. And if I could go back, I would have asked. I, w- I should have asked, which piece do you want, Chris? He said yoink when he grabbed the good one. I said, I love uh, coming out a winner in every situation. <laughs> but is- I'm so Canadian. I just like and passive. I just thought. Ah, he did the cutting work. He can yeah. get yes. the choice. No, that's yeah. what us Canadians are like. It's yeah. like a Brittle Star video. Yeah, you know? shout out to Brittle Star <laughs> in, in America. Um, they don't cut chicken. <laughs> a guy would eat the whole piece but in Canada. <laughs> we cut it in half and offer it to our friend. Uh, <laughs> but Chris, you are just uh, <laughs> kidding, America. We like you, our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, in Canada, we just have butter tarts. In Canada, we're just sitting in a chair waiting for you guys to do something. <laughs> That's what he makes it sound like. <laughs> yeah. um, but I you, can't wait till America does something again so I can make a video about it. You are extremely easygoing, though, Chris. Because remember the oh. first time we went to a cottage, there was two bedrooms. Remember, Mike? And yes. We had this agreement. Well, Chris will just sleep on the couch Well, there was one. T- one big bed, but Mike cut it with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> But you never yeah. complain. You always go, oh, well, I'll just take the couch. You, 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 you know, you're too nice, if anything. I got a pretty good bed at the last cottage, and I got some good sleeps That's in there. That's right. That was nice. But we all had good beds at that one, I think. But you got a hot room. Mike, I, we thought you got maybe got an, an, a, a good room, but it I loved how yours looked room. like a chalet kind of room with the yeah. wooden wood, yeah, the triangle yeah. wooden walls, yeah, yeah. the sloped walls. Remember my door locked 
Like I couldn't get out of my room. <laughs> yeah, I had to be like. I think Chris, I woke up and Chris, let you. Yeah. yeah, boys, save me. Yeah, and Chris came out in his underwear. I think no shirt, and was like, you "Okay, yeah, yeah." I wasn't wearing a shirt. I apologize. A lot of our listeners. Now that's a visual. Yeah, for the sexy dreams. Me asleep in a wooden uh, jail, basically, and you locked in your room. Well, I was thinking Chris, of Chris, his underwear, in his underwear, <laughs> roaming around this cottage. You know, his yeah, yeah. hairy chest out in the night air. Mm-hmm. Beep beep. <laughs> Before we get to our evil man this week, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. Hey, go to Patreon.com/slash/EvilMen. And, oh my God, if you sign up for a few dollars a month, you get at least two bonus episodes a month. <clears throat> you get access to our Discord. You know, I was on the Discord today, Chris. And a, yeah, so a, was I. And a guy called uh, Internet User was explained the history, the origins of the words piss and urine to me. That was amazing. Piss, apparently, is an older word than urine. And they, they came up with the word piss because of the, its onomatopoeia, the, the sound of the peeing. They came up with this word piss, and then they thought that was too crass, and they came up with urine. Anyway, these are the kinds of things you learn on the Evil Men Discord that you can only find if you sign up for the Patreon. I don't think other podcast discords are having, you know, are teaching you these kinds of things. You're not going to see that on Caller Daddy. I a would genuine, highly doubt it. A genuine, in, genuinely interesting discord. Yes, yeah. we love it. Uh, so It was uh, a caveman who first said piss. Piss! <laughs> and uh, if you do, uh, if you have joined the Patreon, thank you so much. And if you can't, maybe you could please rate us and review us. Honestly, thank you. Just want you to know, we see you. We see you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Also, we're in the present day gifts. We're in the presence of present day gifts. Yes, we're yes. back warehouse. in the warehouse yes. tonight. Hey, present day gifts. <laughs> Thank you, Sophia, for letting us uh, chill here at the table and uh, spit our yarns and japes. But listen, Valentine's Day is coming up, and present day gifts does make incredible gift baskets and they're really like fine top of the line goods and you could check out what they have online at presentdaygifts.ca and evil men has a 10% discount code mm-hmm. you just put evil men all lowercase as the promo code and you're in so go to present gifts presentdaygifts.ca uh thank you Sophia you're awesome present day gifts is awesome and uh, yeah check it out and these are beautiful gift baskets. I mean, look at what the competition is offering. If you order a gift basket from any other company, what do you get? You get some of those like yellow uh, bathroom cleaning gloves. Yeah. Yep. You get like a loose pickle. Yeah. Uh, and a bottle, like half a bottle of ketchup. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like no name ketchup. It's not even Heinz or even French's. Yeah. And you get like a T-shirt that's not the right size for you. Yeah. Whereas you get a pillowcase with blood on it. Yeah. And if, imagine giving all of that to your sweetheart on Valentine's Day. No, no way, dude. No. 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 These ones no. are nice. You nice. got to go to presentdaygifts.ca. Yeah. yeah. Well, boys, what's up? Should I tell you the evil man I chose this week? Can you, James? Can you tell us? Yes. I, I was really um, considering a few options this week. I considered one of that try guy who cheated on his wife, but I thought, I don't know. In the end, I went with a little man. <laughs> a little man? Well, 
yeah. How little? Can he fit in my pocket? Well, How no. cute is he? He sounds pretty cute. I'll leave that up to you. He goes by the name of Andy Dick. Oh. Oh. The comedian. The comedian Andy Dick. He was in, in the army now That's with right. Pauly Shore. That's right, yeah. And he was on... The news radio. St- the, yes, yes. And was he on several episodes of the reality series Cops? <laughs> or I don't am know. I misremember. He honestly may have been. I also saw people post his cameos when Cameo was new yes. because he was pretty lazy at it and people were like, look at this. I do know someone who got a cameo from Andy Dick and in the cameo he was like kind of joking but like, can you get me any work? So interesting. Wow. Yeah. So I know him as a comedian. Yeah, you're right. Ben Stiller show too. I had those that DVD set. I did too. <laughs> what was a good random stuff. show. It was good. Bob Odenkirk was on it. Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David Cross showed up in a funny sketch. I remember that. Okay. But anyways, you posit that there is some evilosity to Andy Dick. Well, I'm more just presenting the facts and letting us decide just the facts man exactly yeah, well yeah, yeah. it's not entirely facts because i do re- uh reference some reddit posts right. and now but- for an episode of evil men this episode is called andy dick dong dong <laughs> <laughs> are you guys dickheads andy uh, dick guys sometimes i'm a dickhead when i'm pretty drunk no i'm always nice um well andy dick let's let's are you taking open. us into the dick zone i am okay I'm taking you into the dick zone so Andy Dick, he actually was born with a with a different last name. He was born in 1965 in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, Andy don't tell Penis. Me. Yeah, Andy, Andy Locke. <laughs> um, but he was adopted. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, he was a Navy brat. <gasps> right. He does have that sort of uh, Navy sort of um, like air to him, right? Yeah. You think of aircraft carriers. You think he's of got that anchor tattoo. Warships. You think of Popeye? Yeah. So as a child, being a Navy brat, Andy spent time in uh, places like Pennsylvania, New York, (laughs) Chicago, and Yugoslavia. Is Pennsylvania a Navy town? Well, it's on the ocean. I actually didn't know that. Is Pennsylvania a Navy town? (laughs) (laughs) I actually didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> Philly is on the ocean. Philadelphia's on the ocean? Yeah, I think so. I've been there once. I've never been. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think it might be. I could be wrong. I could be <laughs> right. <laughs> Andy Dick tonight. Um, I wonder what Andy Dick thought of Yugoslavia. So he was an orphan. Well, no, he was adopted. <laughs> he was adopted. It, it's, it's different. Oh, yeah. right. Orphan means they're gone, gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he... Imagine him. See, I am a rose. I'm Rose. You, Betty I just White. did two rose things back to back. Yeah, 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 right. And I'm right. freaking horny over here, so I'm probably uh, blind. The more you talk about Andy Dick, yeah, the bigger yours gets. <laughs> so, he, Mike, he moved to he moved from I, I think from Yugoslavia to Chicago in '79. Classic move. So, was it Tito? Hey. Was he the leader of Yugoslavia? Tito was the dictator. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so and the Jackson Five. So, Andy <laughs> Dick might, I guess, might have lived under Tito. He lived under the communist ruler Tito. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I guess. I mean, the he things you does, learn. Huh? His, when you look at Andy Dick's comedy or his career in. <laughs> Overall, there's always that sort of Yugoslavian influence, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that Tito thing going on. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you ever meet him, you could chat about Eastern Europe because you have that Absolutely. ethnic background. 
So um, this isn't going to shock you two at all. In high Look where s- Pennsylvania is on the map. Yeah, but it still connects to the ocean, I think. Look, look up Philadelphia on yeah. a map. I think it's like right on the edge there. Anyway, um, Mike, this isn't going to surprise you at all. In high school, Andy Dick was a big theater kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he has a bit of an extrovert vibe to him. He right? does. Yeah, yeah. He does. Um, he was also elected homecoming king in 83. <laughs> wow. Now, that's a, spri- a surprising one to me. Yeah. Um, so he, let's just, we can assume he had a healthy dating life. Well, I guess. Right. Uh, when he was in high school, he tended to use his last name as a bit of a joke. Okay. okay. And uh, one day in high school, Andy Dick showed up in a homemade superhero costume and said he was Super Dick. Okay. I'm thinking, how do the teachers and principal uh, deal with but that? But it is his last name, so they can't. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you showed up to high school as Super Balazzo. Oh, my God. But there's yeah, a bit yeah. more of a joke it wouldn't with have, the yeah, uh, it wouldn't, Dick one. Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia is uh, on the border of the uh, it uh, New Jersey. The port of Philadelphia is located on the Delaware River. Okay. Oh, okay. In Philadelphia. Okay. Philadelphia. Mm. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> the Delaware River is a major river in the Mid-Atlantic region of the United States. From the meeting of its branches in Hancock, New York, the river flows for 282 miles. That's uh, 454 kilometers for us. Okay. Along well. the borders of New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware, before emptying into Delaware Bay, it is the longest free-flowing river in the eastern United States. Okay. So, because you brought up on the Discord that piss is an old word, yes. I thought I'd say some information, <laughs> too. Thank you for that, Chris. And there's probably piss in the Delaware River. Oh, oh no I question. I don't, I don't know. Through probably, Philly, Andy Dick probably in pissed Philly in it. don't piss in a river? Hey, of course they do. Yeah. Anyway, Andy Dick probably pissed in it. He may have. There, I tied it back. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, we've gone through Andy Dick's scintillating high school life. You guys laughed at me when I asked if it was on the ocean, by the way. Just putting that I up didn't there. laugh at that. I'm not even, I guess it even isn't technically, so I got it wrong. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I'm not as rose as you think. <laughs> Moving on. You guys are both Andy Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, high school, Andy Dick joined a little place called Second City in Chicago, mm. and he got into improv and sketch. Okay. He probably knew Bob Odenkirk from back then. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, anyway, throughout the 80s, Andy Dick's doing improv in Chicago, you know? Right. I think the Bears might have won the Super Bowl in the mid-80s. That the would fridge. Be exciting. Yes, Refrigerator Perry. Um, but he got his big break in 92. He became a cast member on the Ben Stiller show, like we talked about. I think it was just one season on Fox there. It was like a sketch show. I think it was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. That was the show that, what, David Cross, Bob Odenkirk? I I think it was Bob Odenkirk, Janine Garofalo, Andy Dick, and Ben Stiller. Right. I think, yes. And David Cross, I think, maybe written on it, but who who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then they got Mr. Show afterwards. Um, So Andy got a ton of roles after that. Things were starting to roll for him. Yeah. It was Dick Mania. The 90s was Dickland. Yeah. Dick, Dick World. Dick World. What do you want to say? Um, he did a recurring bit on David Letterman. He was cast in a Get Smart remake where he was going to play the lead character, played by... Uh, Maxwell Smart. Yeah, who was Maxwell Smart in the original? Don Adams. Don Adams, Don Adams. Right. And if you go on YouTube, this is another little information nugget apropos of nothing. Mm. Don Adams actually has, they have really grainy black and white stand-up 
of Don really? Adams on the early, maybe even, I don't even know if it's The Tonight Show, Jack Parr or one of those early shows. Yeah. Ooh. So you can see Don Adams doing stand-up before he was even <laughs> Maxwell Smart. And get yeah. this. Not only did Andy Dick play Maxwell Smart in a Get Smart reboot, he also played uh, Inspector Gadget in a reboot. <laughs> and that was fucking uh, Don Adams, too. Yeah. Holy he shit. He was the voice of Inspector Gadget. Someone in oh. Hollywood thought he was the next Don Adams. Yeah. Wow, By the way, man. In the Army Now was 1994. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. We're going to get to oh, that. Oh, sorry. I'm no, just no. really excited. No, no. I know. No, no. Don't worry. Um, so, uh, yeah. He also, uh, 95 to 99, News Radio. Did you guys like that show? Yeah, when I watched it. But I was like at high school at the time, so I was like a punk. And this like, isn't cool. Yeah, primetime TV. I missed out on a lot of primetime TV because of my attitude in the 90s. <laughs> I, I, seemed to, I feel like it was a smart, uh, good show. When I would see it, I was like, yeah. And yeah. of course, I'm a huge uh, Dave Foley and uh, Phil Hartman fan. But isn't it funny, this smart, you know, well-received show, two of the cast members, Andy Dick and Joe Rogan. Yep. Yeah, only the best. That? Yeah, the well, best. imagine their conversations during lunch breaks. Yeah, Joe Rogan's talking about you know aliens, and uh, Andy Dick's probably showing him his dick, which probably, we'll get to yeah. later. I heard that volcanoes are actually full of more chocolate than we know. <laughs> really? Do, there's these. Do you have any cocaine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's these fucking worms in volcanoes. And they're fucking uh, crazy. They they they're like you know what I mean. It's yeah, always yeah. something stupid like they that. They bite you and <laughs> and put chocolate in your blood. Yeah, yeah. Huh? And the chocolate and chocolate's actually good for blood. And people always make this joke, but he's always like, imagine a fucking ape and seeing one in the jungle, and it's like, oh oh, and it fucking runs at you, man. And he talks about that for twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, so his TV career was pretty good. Now, by the way, yeah, yeah. This, this episode, not exactly like uh, Nero or anything, by the way, it's, you know, but it's still interesting. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> so, his, so his TV show, his TV career was pretty good, right? Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm in no position no to position. criticize his TV career. However, I think you could argue his movie career less impressive. Hmm, I'm not sure. Of all the movies that Andy Dick had a big role in. What would you guess the highest Rotten Tomatoes percentage? Forty-five percent. Mike, I say thirty-six. The best Rotten Tomatoes percentage he got for a big role: sixty-one percent for Sharknado Two. Oh, I thought you were going to say Schindler's List. <laughs> you said Sharknado. I forgot he was in that movie. He played Oscar Schindler. Yeah, I think you're right. No, no sorry, that's Liam Neeson. Oh, I'm, right. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know what? But Joe Rogan was in Schindler's thing. List. <laughs> He's on the train telling crazy tales about stuff he heard. <laughs> Did you an impression of Joe Rogan on the train in Schindler's List? You know what's fucking crazy about trains is it's a whole fucking machine like on some fucking tracks. We've got other things to worry about, Joe. <laughs> for God's You've been sake! Talking about this for three hours. You guys don't look as strong as I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, about half of the movies that Andy Dick appeared in got twenty percent or less. 
and Rotten Tomatoes, according to my research. Why? Is that why he's a subject of evil men? No, no. It's just a little flavor. Um, but yeah, Chris, also in the Army Now, you you mentioned the movie he did with Polly Shore. 45%. 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Oh, I mean, it was 45 on IMDb, I think. That's what I saw. Oh, that's high. 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember yeah. enjoying it better than that. <laughs> well, the audience score might have been higher. The audience score was 96 <laughs> Do you think Holly Shore could do no wrong for quite a while? Oh, I, this is and exactly if he brought you along, going. you were gold. I've, he gave a big boost to the careers of Andy Dick, yep. Stephen Baldwin, yes, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. He yeah. started Brendan yeah. Fraser's career. Absolutely. And is Polly Shore? Did Brendan Fraser pay back Polly Shore and give him a, a role in The Whale? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking good, whale buddy. <laughs> whale, want to go to the beach, buddy? <laughs> Well, Chris, you're right. 93 to 96. Okay. Yeah. Listen to this Polly Shore <laughs> resume. Yeah. Son-in-law, in the army now, jury all. duty, biodome. Saw bang, bang, boom. Biodome's got some great jokes. That's with him and Stephen Baldwin, right? Yeah. They get stuck in a biodome with real scientists. And are there two <laughs> of them babes? Uh, probably, I of course. I think there were two babes. Yeah, yeah of course. I remember uh, son-in-law... Yeah, I think I saw he that. He marries one. a babe and he goes to the country and her dad's like a rich hunter guy. Is it and- Andy McDowell? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> that is Imagine if it was Andy McDowell and Polly Shore. Polly Shore and Andy McDowell in. Why uh, don't we do one on I mean, since we're not since we're doing soft blows, we should do a Polly Shore episode. Absolutely. I, I genuinely Shore. checked for his movies every Every time since Encino Man, he was the American Hugh Grant. Uh, yeah, this is, the woman in Son in Law. I'm looking like at a, a picture. I like a cheap, like not cheap, mm, but like a, Carla Gugino. Oh yeah, I remember See, her I from know a lot her. of movies back her. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's, she's still acting mm. in cool stuff now. But you know what? Um, I think Jury Duty was the last one I watched, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm he, done. He, he, yeah, his reign his reign ended. Um we should do a Polly Shore. He can't be that great a guy. Maybe he is. I think he seems He uh, seems like a dude who hung out like at the Playboy or Mansion. Something. Okay. You think he seems sweet? Well his mom She it, ran the comedy store. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. So he was in the biz from baby times. That's why he has that finely developed sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so back to Andy back Dick, to the, the evil Dick man. Yeah. I'm not calling him evil. I'm just giving you guys all the details of his sordid life. So Dick, he was married from 86 to 90. Had a son in 88, and he has two other children with a different woman. Who's a daddy. Okay. who? Yeah, he's a daddy. Andy daddy. He is also bisexual, he says. Okay. So he's he uh, he likes men, and he likes women, too. He also has drug and alcohol problems, and he's been in rehab about 20 times. Okay. So, so he's had a, he got substance abuse problems, Andy. Now, <clears throat> the first part, I would say, where you might go, oh, maybe this guy, maybe he's bad, maybe, possibly. Um, he has a history of getting involved with people who tragic things have happened to. Mm-hmm. There was an actor named David Strickland who in the 90s was in shows like Dave's World. When I saw that, I got Was he the Dave in Dave's World? No, that was Dave from Night Court. Oh, yeah. Harry? Like Harry. Harry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
he was in Roseanne. He had a big part in Suddenly Susan, this guy, David Strickland. Um, and a few days before his death, uh, David Strickland and Andy uh, Dick flew to Vegas together okay. and basically partied in strip clubs for three days. And <laughs> David Strickland went back to his place, did drugs, um, uh, got with escorts, probably doing the nasty, I'm guessing. <laughs> anyway, at the end of all this partying with Andy Dick... David hangs himself and commits suicide. Uh. Now, Andy Dick was questioned. Wait, he did this after doing the nasty? He, I think. <laughs> I, I don't have it. Um, from my research, I don't have that okay. written down, but we can only assume there's a decent I'm looking chance. at him here, and I don't recognize him. Yeah, I don't recognize him either. But I've seen all the things you mentioned. Did you see Suddenly Susan? I did. He had a, a big part one. in that. He had a big part in that. Oh, I'm stupid. I was thinking of Desperately Seeking Susan, the oh, movie yeah. with Madonna. That That's a good. good movie. Yeah, that was good. It's really good. It's not him, though. No. But so when you have sex sometimes... Go on. And then after you're finished, mm-hmm. the high does... It could feel like a low afterwards. Not really. If it's sex with another person, <laughs> it usually feels pretty good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I just don't know how you hang yourself like right after. Well, I guess, I don't know. It must have been bad. (laughs) Well, he might have had problems, I guess. And I don't know. Andy Andy Dick might have been a bad influence on him, I think it might be safe to say. Hang yourself. Well, yeah. (laughs) So there's another major feud. Uh Massive feud. Yeah. With a one... John Lovitz. Is that right. a good John Lovitz? Acting. Yeah, acting. Sherman, uh, Jay Sherman. Jay Sherman, Jay the critic. Sherman, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it stinks. Mm. Isn't that what he says? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine John Lovitz having a heated feud with anyone, really, right? You yeah, know, John you know, Lovitz to not- me, like, no offense, John, if you're a big Evil Men fan. But John Lovitz, to me, looks like he can't even raise his arms. <laughs> He's got a really funny role in uh, Wedding Singer. Oh, that was good. He's competing. He wants to be the best Wedding yeah. Singer. But he's, too, uh, he's losing his mind. Yeah. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Yeah. That's, he, yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah. But when you think of big, intense physical feuds, you th- I, I don't know. I imagine like Russell Crowe or someone having a feud. Not John Lovitz. Yeah. Anyway. So remember the original cast of the of News Radio included. Well, okay, can I just say something to tee it up? Yes, you can't picture John Lovitz having a big physical feud. Mm-hmm. So that means that since he did something that Andy Dick was involved in, really hit John Lovitz to the core. You nailed to it to make him act. Like he would never possibly act before. You nailed it. Or after. You must be good at telling ghost stories Some because sense. you are setting this up very well. Something happened that made him rip off his clothes and go, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, something did. So you guys remember that uh, the original news radio cast included Andy Dick and Phil Hartman, right? Yeah. And Phil Hartman, Canadian. That's right. And Phil was murdered by his wife. Yeah. Very, 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 very sad. Very sad. And uh, after Phil Hartman was murdered, John Lovitz came onto the show and kind of took over, kind of replaced him, really. Anyway, so John and Phil were friends from their Saturday Night Live days. And um, John Lovitz said, 
on the Dennis Miller show that when he joined the cast of News Radio, Andy Dick was like a real dick to him. And then Andy Dick said to John Levitz, you shouldn't be here. Kind of like mean to him and stuff. But John was pissed off because Phil Hartman told John Lovitz, you know, obviously prior to his death, that at a Christmas party, Andy Dick was doing cocaine and he gave cocaine to Phil's wife who had been sober for 10 years. So he got her off the rails, off the wagon. Yeah, off the wagon means you're doing drugs again? Yeah, on the wagon means you're sober. Does it? You wouldn't know. (laughs) You guys are doing a Seinfeld episode. (laughs) (laughs) Off the wagon? Wouldn't you be on? Anyway. so I'm on the wagon. I'm having a great time. (laughs) So wait, he got, he sort of broke this streak of sobriety, and then the shooting happened, then Andy Dick had the the temerity to tell John Lovitz that he shouldn't be there after he sort of set this thing in motion. Well, yeah. So when Andy said, you shouldn't be here, John said, well, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't be here if you hadn't given Bryn Coke in the first place. Damn. Yeah. So they had this fight and John Lovitz was like, you know, eventually they made up and moved on and filmed the show and were like, whatever, we'll move on from this stupid shit. But then years later, John was at his restaurant. John's an investor in a restaurant. And Andy Dick and his friend show up at the restaurant. Uh Andy's drunk. Andy and his friend are drunk and they ordered, they see John Lovitz in his restaurant at a table, right? Andy Dick and his friend order the table a bunch of shots of peach liqueur. Classic Andy Dick humor. Uh, Yeah. So Andy and his friend join John, and and uh, John described like Andy's drunk and being annoying, and you can smell the peach liqueur on his breath and see it dribbling down his chin. <clears throat> and Andy says to John Lovitz, "Quote: I put the Phil Hartman hex on you. You're next to die." And so John got furious and got a security guard to kick him out of the restaurant. And uh, later, John saw Andy Dick at the Laugh Factory in L.A. and was sort of like, you better apologize. That was really uncalled for. But instead, Andy doubled down and he says he's pissed at John for the comment that, that in the first place about giving Phil Hartman's uh, wife cocaine. And John Lovett said, quote, and imagine John Lovett saying this. I won't even try to do the accent but, or the voice, but John Lovett said, quote, I just lost it. So I grabbed him by the shirt and I pushed him against the wall, and he's just smiling at me. And then I realized, ooh, here's my chance. So I grabbed him by his shirt, and I pushed him really hard, and I smashed his, smashed him uh, and his head into the bar. And I did it again. I would have kept going, but the doorman broke it up. So apparently John Levitt smashed Andy Dick's head into a bar several times, and there was like blood everywhere at the Laugh Factory in L.A. And did the Laugh Factory shut down? Because how do you manufacture laughs? Mm. During something so serious, <laughs> maybe they had to change the signs to like the tragedy factory. Uh, yeah. Spur well, that's of the a moment. Good point. That's a really good point. Did the cogs start spitting from the <laughs> wheels and the violence factory? Yeah, the mm. laugh factory is jammed. Someone threw a monkey wrench into it. But can I just say? Yeah, it's really touching, and you know, it's kind of emotional for us comedians. Like John Lovitz and Phil Hartman 
were extremely good buddies from the Groundlings days. Hmm. And John Lovitz was a big part in getting Phil Hartman on Saturday Night Live in the first place. Really? I didn't know that. He vouched for him like crazy. And if you watch the early, uh, late 80s Saturday Night Lives, um, the two of them are doing sketches together a lot because Hmm. they were really close. So Andy Dick is kind of like flitting about into this world Hmm. that is definitely, I will say, deep to the core for John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not funny. I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's Hartman. and it's fucking sad. Yeah. Phil Hartman is like one of the biggest he like, was a really comedy tragedies for any yeah. comedian and regular person who cares about He was kind of an interesting performer, huh? He didn't have like the Mike Myers or Dana Carvey like uh, big hemi characters as much, but he just played a, certain kinds of characters like really uniquely and well yeah but john lovin said everybody loved him from his early days in the groundlings up into saturday night live whatever like he was just like a really hilarious pleasant guy i think he was the best he was also captain carl on uh on peewee's playhouse like the original groundlings presentation like the theater show yeah, and on the TV show too, right? I think he wrote or co-wrote the movie yeah. too, like yeah. the adventure. Really? And he's got yeah. a cameo in the movie too as a reporter at the end. I think it was the best Simpsons. Like, oh my I mean, Harry God, Shearer is good stuff too, but the, oh, Troy McClure and, yeah. yeah, like uh, Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz, oh my God. Damn, man. Yeah, that is sad. So, you know, with these two... and But, you know, Andy Dick was in In the Army Now... <laughs> and then Phil Hartman, yeah, it's not the same. No, not although he same. might have been in the Sergeant Bilko remake, Phil Hartman, and Andy Dick was in that. <laughs> no, but you know, both bad <laughs> remakes of uh, yeah I war guess movies. Right. Um, but you know, it's just it's I don't know, I don't know if you could say either of those deaths are Andy Dick's fault, but he seems like maybe a bad luck charm if. Yeah, if you, Chris... And he seems like a jerk. Yeah. If you, Chris, were murdered by uh, your wife or whatever, and Mike gave her cocaine or something, and then she killed you, I'd be be pissed at Mike. I'm actually pissed at you right now, Mike. At the very least, I wouldn't go around being like, like, you know... um, Rubbing it in your friends' faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He should have been like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have given her cocaine, huh? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he has a good moral compass. I, yeah. I completely agree. I, I have a bunch of, like, random controversies here just to show okay. some other things Andy Dick did. Here we go. It's, it's also weird because he wears glasses, mm. and you don't expect this kind of behavior from a, a guy who wears glasses. Yeah, true. You know? Mm. Um, 2004? Dick was arrested for indecent exposure after he exposed his buttocks at a local McDonald's. I'm not loving it. Was Michael oh. Jackson looking at his butthole? <laughs> 2005. Too old. Andy Dick dropped his pants and exposed his genitals to an audience at Yuck Yuck's Comedy Club in Edmonton. He was ushered off the stage and the second night was canceled. Oh, my God. But his last name is Dick. Well, what did they expect? Tell Yuck Yucks that. It's so sad, because imagine the the beautiful audience at an Edmonton Yuck Yucks who've gone out for a night of fun entertainment in their amazing city, Edmonton, and the night is ruined. Uh, when after the few, first few opening acts that um, 
do some probably racist jokes and Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonations. Then the headliner shows his penis. <laughs> but Yuck Yucks prides itself on pushing the envelope, yes. right? It's it's promoted. Amazing comedians have come out there that say all the bad words. Yeah, uh, they push the limits. They go to the limits. Even piss. They yeah yeah. They wow. say piss. They say damn. They say hell. Whatever. Yuck Yucks is known for pushing the envelope, causing controversy, and welcoming it. Yeah, it's part of their it's part of their mo. So maybe they were happy that he. No, because they took him off and canceled the other show. So I don't understand that. It's like, you asked for this kind of behavior. You asked for Andy Dick's dick. Chris, you're a a, a very, you know, excellent stand-up. Yeah. You ever shown your dick on stage? Not yet. Hmm. I haven't written the best, uh, the right bit to to reveal my dick yet. Save it for Netflix. Yeah. Oh my god. If I get a that Netflix special, it'll be called Chris, Chris Netflix Dick. special and the early on on the sort of a mid a mid joke you pull your dick out for Apparently, some yeah, the joke goes, apparently Andy Dick got kicked out of Yuck Yucks Edmonton for doing this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Kind of a George Carlin yeah. like talking about the one seven dick words you can't, you can't say, say on TV. <laughs> yeah. These are the seven words of one dick you can't show on TV. <laughs> Seven words and one dick. <laughs> and you pull your dick out and it's Andy Dick's dick. <laughs> um, Can't say damn, hell, pussy, ass. <laughs> and here's the my dick. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? The, the, yeah, oh, five. Oh, okay, five. so I, that just is a huge relief. Yeah. I didn't catch the year, but I was like, please, can it be a year after Gretzky wasn't in Edmonton? <laughs> Because the idea yeah, of Wayne yeah. sitting in he that crowd that. when Andy Dick did that no, disgusting right. act—that's no. just too much. No, or yeah, he would probably do a slap shot and the puck would hit the crossbar, wouldn't go in. Yeah. He'd be off that. Night. Or, oh, yeah. or if Wayne had been in the crowd, he could have—if he had a stick with him, oh, puck, yeah. he could have been like, "Don't worry, everybody," and he could have stood up and taken a slap shot, and it could have like, like gone, uh, injured Andy in the penis, mm. taken him out, and well, then Wayne could have taken the mic and done the yeah. hour of stand-up. <laughs> Well, I thought you wanted to hear. <laughs> By the way, imagine being in Edmonton and being like, should we go see Andy Dick do stand-up? I don't know. Oh, crap. I mean, I mean, again, he's a lot more famous than us. So hey, I guess James, how was that they... Andy Dick show you went to on the weekend? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not yeah. good, buddy. The guy went up on stage yeah. and showed his fucking wiener. Yeah. No, it's true. I don't pay that money to see a guy's dick, eh? <laughs> Well, the thing is, is I'm all for a I good laugh. What year it was? Because 2005, in my opinion, yeah. it's still uh, 9/11. Yeah. still a little fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not. No, but people haven't. We, Bush is still president. Bush and, and Jr. We see a dick flop out. We're going to think of the tower. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it drops down and people jump off of it. <laughs> well, when I think, yeah, around that. Around that time, even when I was in the shower, yeah, yeah. I would look down and I would see my penis in my balls and I would go, I, would, I just remember that awful day. <laughs> Anytime you know? I looked at my dick for a good handful of years yeah. after 9-11, yeah. I would think of plane. I'd picture planes flying into it. My question to you guys is, were the balls the towers and the dick the plane or? No, the dick was the two towers and the balls were something else, like the people of New York. Okay. Yeah, like it depended on which day it was, but your dick would be one of the two towers, yeah. and the mm. jizz that would come out would be the smoke from the fire. Wait, you, you, I mean, you didn't say that you were jerking off, but 
but honestly, like it's an insane tragedy, and it's yeah. not even you know yeah. four years later. You're not yeah. ready to see Andy Dick's dick that close to such a no, tragedy. especially in Edmonton, especially no. in Edmonton, which yeah. is kind of close to New York. It is <laughs> closer than Russia. It's closer than Russia. Yeah, for yeah, absolutely closer than Fort Mac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Edmonton. God. We're closer to New York than Fort Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That's their tourist commercial. <laughs> I just had the awful idea of imagine how the Edmonton, imagine how it must have felt for the Edmonton Yuck Yucks manager to have to have called up Andy Dick and tell him the awful news that the next night show was canceled. Yeah, and still promising that I will go and suck it in your hotel room for you still. <laughs> Just for coming to Canada, eh? <laughs> How do they advertise a show like, from News Radio, the guy who is blamed for killing Phil Hartman, this week in Edmonton? Yeah. You know you're funny when John Lovitz hit you? <laughs> the guy from the famous peach liqueur joke. <laughs> How decadent a life do you live if you get wasted off of peach liqueur? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that is some fucking... Oh, uh, yeah. What's it called? What are those guys called? Uh, oh. <laughs> Trailer Park? <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, those old... Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some other shit he got up to, Libertines. Too. Oh, Libertines. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so with it. In 2010, he was seen exposing himself at a cafe in Hollywood. Okay. Um, By the way, I saw... He's obsessed with showing... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Andy, if you're listening, yes, it took me a long time to remember the word libertine, so I'm not as cool as you or smart as you. I almost said libertarian three times. That's why I stopped. (laughs) Mm. But I just got to say, if Andy Dick is listening to this, like, why do these guys think I'm an evil man? Yeah. Um, and I want to be clear. I'm not even saying we're just, just yeah talking yeah. about him. Yeah, you're not necessarily an evil man if you're the subject of this show. Mm. We figure it out. Mm. We listen and we think. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you must have an awesome dick. You want to show oh my God. it around town. It's like we're on the same wavelength, Chris. I yeah. literally have a thing about this. Okay, because yeah, because in, this is a like at I, this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. No. I'm. It's yeah. got to be a good dick. I'm, I, I, let me, I'm, I'm so on the same Andy wavelength Dick's probably a huge meaty hog. Yes, I completely agree. Okay, let me just say, 2022, he was arrested for supposedly stealing power tools also. Oh, so he's still, as recently as last year, that having legal... last year? Oh, yeah. And there's a lot more stuff I'll and mention, he showed his too. dick while he was stealing it? He started drilling into his penis in the <laughs> aisle of a Home Depot. So get, get <laughs> this, Look at my okay? dick. And then he stole a bandsaw. <laughs> So this is unsubstantiated, and it might be a lie, Okay. all right? I'm not saying it's true, but I'm just saying it's a story someone wrote on Reddit. Because I looked up on Reddit. If it's on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I went on Reddit, and I looked up people with Andy Dick stories, okay? Okay. So one guy wrote this, quote, I was in, was in San Fran in 2003 at a bar. I had been drinking for quite a while. Went into the restroom, and he walked in a couple minutes later. I was like, hey, you're Andy Dick. And he said, it doesn't matter who I am, and pulled out his dong and waved it around like a helicopter. It was so awkward, I said absolutely nothing. Also, later that evening, he offered me Coke. Um, Two other people in that Reddit thread with Andy Dick stories also had stories about him pulling out his dick, and one commenter said he had a huge dong and credit to him. 
There we go. <clears throat> so, Chris, it is so funny you said that. Because I thought to myself, when I saw that description of Andy Dick has a huge dong, I went, yeah, that tracks. And I don't know why. It's not anything physical. It's not like... He changed his name to Dick. <laughs> yeah. He but, must have known at a young age that yeah. this is going to do me well. But he just has like a je ne sais quoi, an aura or something. Like you big just know energy. that guy has a big dick. Because here's the thing. Dong. Dong. Wang. But here's the thing. Mm. Also, the fact that he lives his life to the limit by the sounds of it. Oh, always on Coke no party. Joke, yeah. Whatever. Um I feel like that is the energy of someone who thinks they're invincible because their wa- wang is so awesome. Maybe. Does that make sense? <laughs> Maybe. Like anyways. Well, I had a little thing here. I wrote I wrote it you in my You have a little thing? <laughs> no, I have a medium thing. I wrote a, I wrote a little uh, section here called Dong Wars yeah. because I thought, you know, what Mike is doesn't it? like Dong Wars. <laughs> what is no, it? I love it. What is it about Andy Dick that, like you, you know, you gave possible reasons, but that I just there's something about his aura. I think this guy's got a huge dong. So I thought about some other actors. Okay, so let me run this one by and see if you agree. This okay. is not based on anything with their appearance, looks, anything. It's just an aura. Sylvester Stallone. I'm gonna say what I feel like. Small dong. Well, he didn't he begin his career doing like. Yeah, he did. That's true. Yeah, but I'm just my feeling is small dong. Hmm. Why him specifically? It's just who popped into my head. (laughs) Next one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I just see him with a small dong. I don't know. Oh, he's a short guy, right? Apparently, maybe. How about this one? Max Wright, who played Willie on Elf. Big. <laughs> uh, here's another one I wrote down. See what, what do you guys think? Matt Damon. What do you think? Big. Okay. I think Matt Damon is a big dong. I don't get <laughs> how. I'm just saying it's a feeling because so Andy Dick. It made sense because he showing. keeps showing it, and then also he lives his life like he's got literally nothing to lose. I'm imagining you today, I'm James, it's taking, an aura. taking three hours of your day to think. Of yeah, famous I did. Here's another one. Okay, ready? Yeah. Wayne Knight. Big. No. Huge. No. In my opinion, tiny. Cause, no, because the original line on Seinfeld was supposed to be like, hello, Jerry. And then Jerry's going to say, hello, Newman. Because <laughs> you could see Newman had a boner. Well, if you notice on Seinfeld, this is where I disagree with you, mm-hmm. James, because when you watch Seinfeld... They actually could never. You never see Newman from the waist down. <laughs> I guess, and, that's and it's because true. they could never find a pant, pant that would hide it, yeah. because it would protrude so much. And you often have you to do, could always see the lining of it going down the leg of his khakis. Really, he had to do so many takes of his scenes because he kept tripping over his own penis. His waist was basically like the Elvis on Ed Sullivan show <laughs> waist of being on Seinfeld. And I guess, um, remember in Jurassic Park when that dinosaur spit burning acid uh, 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 and, it, and it started sucking his huge Yeah. <laughs> and even the dinosaur turns to the camera and goes, I've heard of Wayne Knight having a big penis before, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that DNA would make me do this. <laughs> uh, anyway, this was just a little aside. I And I see on you have a notepad with you, James. Yeah. I see 
You drew a diagram of uh, naked Wayne Knight there. I did. It's very detailed. But like I said, I thought it was, yeah. I imagined him with a small dong. Look, maybe this is just me. This is just a sense. There's some guys, I get a sense. It's quite the tangent. It could be wrong. And, and by the I way, I want to say to our listeners, if this Wang talk got a little uh, off the rails, yeah. mm, sorry, it's James. <laughs> well, all right. I'll accept uh, any complaints. But it is an interesting game to play with friends mm. on a yeah. night of drinking. Uh, celebrities' auras, big or small. Just big dong, small dong. Yeah, big dong, small Anyone Pat off Sajak. the top of your head? Pat Sajak. What do you think? Classic medium. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Dick, okay. Van, Dick Van Dyke. Current, Huge. Current day. Huge. 96-year-old Dick Van Dyke. Massive. Okay. Mm. This is James is good at this. I am. <laughs> you're so yeah. confident. I, I feel strongly. Yeah, you're like a fortune teller mystic about a celebs dong. Yeah. Prince Charles King. Prince Charles? Smallish medium. Unless it has he has the sausage finger effect going yeah, on true. in the dink area. Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, we could play this game for We could play this game all night. Yeah. So, um, there's also a bunch of dark stuff Andy Dick uh, oh, has done. Shit. Uh, in 2006 at the Improv in LA, he used the N word on stage, and he was kind of doing a reference to the Michael Richards thing. Like, oh, remember fuck. when Michael Richards did this? Yeah. And then an he, he apologized for it, but what the hell? In 2006. So. There's a lot, a lot of stories of Andy Dick basically getting drunk and inappropriately groping people. In 2007, he was forcibly removed from the stage during an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel after he repeatedly touched guest Ivanka Trump. And Jimmy Kimmel had to call in his security guards and drag Andy Dick off by the legs, which seems crazy. Wow, that's... Amazing. I don't, how do I not know that story? I thought the same thing. I had a crush on Ivanka Trump until un, like years, years earlier, until the presidency. Oh, wait, because mine started in 2016. <laughs> My crush on her. <laughs> but that's intense. I'm a Marla Ma- Maples guy. What year was that? <laughs> um, According to uh, 07. I know. I, I thought that no, was wait, shocking. No, Iv- wait, which one's the daughter? Ivanka's the mom. Oh, sorry. I had the crush on the daughter before the presidency. <laughs> which one's that? What's her name? Ivana. Isn't it Ivana? Yes. Oh, and I got Ivanka's the, the mom. No, it's all right. But I don't Remember have a crush on her anymore. when she flirted with Trudeau or people thought that? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But I don't... I just want to say... Mm. I, I, you don't have a crush on no. Ivanka Trump? No. Did she die recently? Yes. Yes, but mm. I don't have a crush on Ivana either. Okay. Okay. Because of everything that happened in the world for well, you could the last six, still seven be years. attracted to someone even if their dad is a no. Guy. You know when someone's really like you think someone's pretty, and then you get to know them and you and you're like, oh, screw this, right? <laughs> and then they're like married to Jared Kushner, and you're yeah. like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Well, she fucking. Hey, if you ask me as your friend, she missed the she missed the boat. Yeah. With you. Yeah, I know. She missed a great opportunity. She would have liked just chilling out and having a slow, easy life, eh, guys? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Watching movies and eating microwave popcorn? <laughs> yeah. You're going out to do stand-up shows around Toronto and Canada. and She's home. 
<laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't mind. Uh, so in... Uh, so it was mm. the older Ivanka Trump that he kept groping. Yes, apparently. That's fucking risky as hell. I know. I know. And... I mean, not that it's not risky with anybody else, but it's like, it's terrible no matter what, but uh, such a high profile person too. On TV. It's like, what are you getting at here, boy? Well, in that, in, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, in, uh, in the Reddit thread too, like people were, and again, it's just people talking, they could be bullshitting, but people were, a lot of people were saying, if you lived in LA in the nineties and two thousands, you, everyone knows someone who has a story about running into Andy Dick and him being rude slash drunk slash whatever. Uh, kind of reminds me about when, um, like, everyone had like a Jean Gomeshi story even before that. I didn't. I don't think any of us knew as bad as it was, but he was one of those guys. It seemed like if you lived in Canada in the arts, you knew someone who was like, "Oh yeah, Jean." He Gomeshi's seems like a, a combo creep. of Rob Ford and Jean Gomeshi. Yes, that's good, Mike. Thank you. Um, what else did he do? Really, really bad stuff in two thousand and eight. He was charged with allegedly pulling down the tank top of a 17-year-old girl. In 2010, he was arrested for groping a bartender. In 2018, he was charged after allegedly groping a woman in an Uber. I think his Uber driver. Uh, In 21, he was charged with assault with a deadly weapon when he attacked his male lover with a chair. He has no moral compass. Yeah, he seems disturbed. Yeah. He's got no limit in his mind. Yeah. Um, Even this year, he was arrested for public intoxication and failure to register as a sex offender in California. And there's even more. I didn't even mention everything. Just a massive pattern of... This did get way darker than I was expecting. I know. I left all that for the end. I left it all for the end. Damn, this is like pound, 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 hammer, hammer to the head. For some reason, I thought that all of his legal troubles sort of ended in like the early 2000s. But clearly, that's not the case. It's Mike, we're in January 31st, 2023, as we record this. And there's even some from 2023. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Well, I just said he got arrested for public intoxication, oh, okay. and uh, and he has to register as a sex offender. I think because of the Uber incident. So right. that's it for Andy Dick. I mean, um, I, I it's kind of a well, we can a, talk about it in the evilometer segment. Tale. A cautionary tale. You might you might be a youngster and think I want to be that guy. Well, shows, I want to be Andy Dick. Well, it, it does twice. It does go to show what can happen. If you start taking improv classes, because <laughs> that's how Andy Dick began. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Jesus cautionary tale. Right? Is he still on um, Cameo? I don't have it. I'm gonna look it up while you guys talk for a second. Was he on Cameo for? Yeah, I know a while. someone who got a Cameo from him. Wow! Did he uh, pull his dick out and then punch the camera and then get arrested during the Cameo? I mean, I could see it. Oh, he's on Cameo. Let's see. Uh, book now. Yeah. Is he under the sex offender or comedian category? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see how much he costs. Um, I'm just clicking book now, but I'm not actually going to do it. Um, well, it, I can't I can't tell in this moment, but he's still on Cameo. He's still acting, uh, active on Cameo. He's right? still active But he hasn't Cameo. probably acted in a while. Maybe he hasn't uh, yeah. been in anything. Okay. I don't think so. So... Um, so that's Andy Dick. Why would anyone hire him? I would say <clears throat> that, yeah, we should bring a... 
bring out Mike. You've been away and it's missed you. Would you mind bringing out the evilometer? Absolutely. Oh, and look, it's coming. It's wearing a in the army now a vintage T-shirt. Cool. Oh. And it's got um, a key. It's holding a key that has some sort of white powder on it. Oh God! Put that away, evilometer. Evilometer. We're in the present day gifts warehouse. You can't be doing oh, that in here. And what's that? Oh, don't say that about John Lovitz. Yeah. Whoa, the evilometer has a huge wang. Yeah, I never noticed it before. It's swinging around like a helicopter. Oh, wow. oh my God. Um. So uh, let me go. Oh, Chris, I love it. Is that okay? Oh, yes. I'm going to. Yeah. Because his complete absence of what it seems like to me, moral compass, mm. puts him on the evil mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you never know what how far this guy's going to go. He's gra- He has no care about grabbing strangers, flashing strangers, mm-hmm. giving anybody coke uh, without knowing them. Or I, I just, he's I just, chaotic. I just worry for. Yeah, he's the Joker. Yeah, he's a mild Joker. Mm-hmm. I worry for people in this man's vicinity. I'll put it at that. Two, two. Um, I think I'll give him a. Mm. Yeah, like a three, uh, 3.0 maybe. Actually, the Phil Hartman stuff. Fuck. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think you could feel a bit sad for him. He, he, in a way, because he must be a troubled guy to be using so much drugs and uh, get, I guess, seemingly wasted and do all this crazy stuff. But, hey, it's not just once or twice. He was hammered and did some horrible thing to someone. It's an extreme pattern. Uh, so you, you, you kind of, uh, it's hard to keep cutting him slack. He just seems like an out of control guy who doesn't have respect for other people. And I'm giving him a three. Mike. Andy Dick. Uh, I'm going to give him a 5.5. I think. Wow. The Phil Hartman thing. Also all the, uh, assaulting and, uh, uh, the, the joke, the peach liqueur joke really doesn't sit well with me. Oh, um, you just don't like the don't like the taste of peach. Dark. I don't like the taste of peaches. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give him. Well, a I know what not what kind of pie not to make you this <laughs> summer, Michael, bring, because I, that's what yeah, I was gonna do. Don't bring that to me. Five point five. Okay, uh, Andy Dick. And I, yeah. I just looked at his filmography. He was acting. He does animation voices as as recently as last year. Wow. On a show called The Moon Show. Another show called The Game Shop, and he was on that Judd Apatow series Love in 2017. Well, it's kind of nice to know that. I and guess... Marin, Marin, oh. he played himself on an episode of Marin. I guess it's kind of nice to know that even with a rap sheet like that, hey, maybe we could still get work. Maybe there's something about him that his good comedy friends love. Mm-hmm. He's good enough for Apatow. Good enough for us. Well, guys. That was another great episode of... This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 